Welcome to the Focus on Japan podcast. I'm your host, Lindo. I'm your host, Caleb. And I'm your host, Aaron. Great. All right. <laughs> All right. So, did you see the news, Aaron? Saw, I read. Okay. I read some news. Okay. I, I don't watch Japanese news. You don't watch Japanese news? No, okay. not, not usually. Caleb? BBC sometimes. I uh, I definitely read the news we discussed prior to recording, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. Yes. <laughs> All right, so check this out. So one of the things that they have here is that a foreign educator blows mm. a whistle on a teacher who was violated at school. This is uh, from the Asahi Shimbu. Yes, oh. I am so proud of whoever this random, not random, but anonymous person is. <laughs> uh, I read this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have opinions, real quick. Please. Uh, so, so before you do, let yes, me okay, because please. Yeah, may not know. Right, right, right. So basically, what happens is that an assistant foreign language teacher mm-hmm. was stunned when his mm-hmm. colleague, this was a Japanese teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pushed a student by the arm. It says violently grabbed another student's shoulder and angrily shouted at them. Mm-hmm. They have a video about this. We were not able to find the video. Right. We, yeah. So yeah. I don't. When they say violently and you know angrily shouted, I don't know. You know how true those adjectives are. Um, it says that he was also surprised that the other teachers nearby had not attempted to step in to prevent the situation from mm-hmm. escalating. Um, so basically, that's what happened. And he was eventually asked to take the video down. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what happened because we couldn't mm-hmm. find it. And this, Re- was, yeah. in, this was in Ehime Prefecture. You looked okay. up the actual place, Nihama. Yeah. And yeah. that was in Inaka, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, that's so, way, yeah, that's way out in the sticks, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it says, according to Asahi, that the abusive teacher was subjected to some form of disciplinary action, mm-hmm. but he was not named and shamed as part of his punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's basically what happened. I know mm-hmm. you had opinions. So yes. what's your thoughts? All right. So as an English teacher, an assistant uh, English teacher, um, I have once encountered a teacher that, uh, I, of course, I'm not going to name the school and I'm not going to name the teacher, but she was quite abusive in her speech towards Uh-oh. the children. We named the gender, though. We just narrowed it, it down by half. half. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes, no. this <laughs> happened to be. Um, and... Uh, Apparently, she had given other English teachers issues in the past. Um, And so she personally had some behavioral issues that was precedent, you know. Mm. And so when I talked to my school principal about what was going on and my ego tanto, which is an English um, supervisor Mm. at Mm. the school, uh, and said, hey, she's really aggressive the way she talks to these kids. Mm. If she was in the United States, she'd lose her job instantly. It's not even a question. She'd pull the kids out into the hallway and just yell at them. And How common is this? Oh, she did it all the time. And in the article, what's interesting <clears throat> is that this gentleman was in this school for a while. Yeah, and it was like over three years. So yeah, three was, years. Yeah, it's his third year. Yeah. So the way the AET system works, at least where I'm w- working currently, mm-hmm. is that after three years, you have to transition to a new school. That's yeah. the law. Yep. yep. Um, so basically, he probably dealt with this for a while. It's sort of against the rules to have your cell phone out and about at all. <laughs> yes. So if this was a reoccurring issue, then him grabbing his cell phone to record it makes some sense as he's about to leave this contract. Correct. You know. So that's why he probably didn't do it <clears throat> the first year he was in that place. Mm-hmm. Right. The third year. And also a little bit about the timeline here. I read deeper into this. He didn't like posted as this happened he waited uh i believe i believe it was like 
over a year. He waited till all the stu- relevant students had graduated, till he had moved on from the school, and that teacher had been relocated as well. Because the same is true for regular teachers, mm. not just Japanese or like ALTs, but like yes. every teacher, they're not allowed to just like rest on their laurels and sit in one school forever. They get they moved periodically, mm-hmm. like every like ten years or so. I think, I think it is for yeah. for mm-hmm. Japanese teachers. So we waited till everyone was gone, and then posted it to try and draw some attention to this yes. mm-hmm. and that was one of the things when he got called to by uh, i forget the the court but basically the people who they oversee education yeah they yeah. kept questioning why didn't you do this sooner so i mean f- for one probably a right retaliation honestly yeah. like or something it's, like it so it, it makes sense it does mm-hmm. it makes sense there's a, there's a good chance that he would lose his visa you know on something like this you could know? be yeah could be. That, that it's that much of a risk mm-hmm. that it makes sense that he would bring this to the attention later mm-hmm. he probably talked to maybe his principal or a supervisor at mm-hmm. school saying hey this teacher's kind of pushing it but because in the article it mentions that none of the other teachers did anything about it <laughs> he's literally very typical literally pushing it literally pushing the kids um yeah so because in general they're very standoffish. Mm. When I mentioned these issues, mm-hmm. the principal and I, you know, we sat down and we talked with this particular teacher that I had difficulties with. Mm. Um, and nothing got resolved. It was basically like just a light slap on the wrist. Like, oh, maybe you should talk to kids. Do you have, do you have you know? friends who are also teaching English? I do. And do they have similar experiences? It's a good question. I'm not sure. I haven't heard of any that are at the the extremity of that okay and i haven't encountered any other teachers except the one that i've had issues with and she was never physical with the children okay but she would verbally abuse in my opinion yeah yelling yelling, you know when i read this i think you know is this type of discipline customary in some parts of japan so that's the first question that might be you know maybe in certain communities in the inaka right because it, it does say that nobody stepped in to prevent it so i assume that maybe this has, has happened before. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned about the cell phone. You're not really supposed to have your cell phone. He no. was ready. Yeah, he was right? ready to so film it. Yeah. it. It implies that it happened probably more than once. Yes, yeah, I right? would imagine. Yeah. So then that's what I ask. Is, mm-hmm. is this something that is common? And if so, mm-hmm. right, is this something that, because remember, it was if the foreigner did not report mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. this would not have made it to a side. No. Nobody it would, would have It would continue on, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So if this is something that is customary, mm-hmm. whether we whether we agree to it or not, mm-hmm. should the foreigner or us, if we were in that position, mm-hmm. should we say anything about it? What do you think? Oh, I think so. Okay. Absolutely. And please explain. Um, they're children. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's never right for mm-hmm. an adult to put their hands on a child in an aggressive manner, especially mm-hmm. when I say aggressive, I mean an angry, like disciplinary way mm-hmm. you know and that's why i wish i saw the video because yeah, it, it yeah, describes yeah. exactly this violently grabbed yeah can you show me that i'm not disputing like, it but can no. you please show it to me yeah if, if angrily mm-hmm. shouted yeah that those sort of things there's there's a way to discipline <clears throat> children yeah. even rowdy ones that are that are maybe little monsters okay mm-hmm. um but you don't do it in a physical way where you're yelling at them because you're angry mm-hmm. with them that's not mm-hmm. how to discipline well, children so. I, like, yeah. I i'm i'm not disagreeing with you okay. just a, a few uh points here i will say one the that committee who did discipline him did see the actual video and they agreed that 
like unreasonable action was taken. So even mm-hmm. if we haven't seen it, a governing body saw it and right. came to that conclusion. Correct. So no. it's not just he said, she said kind of thing. Okay. No, I agree. I would still like to see the video to make that conclusion Correct. for myself. But it's mm-hmm. not just like random not internet trauma or something. Yeah, yeah it's uh-huh. not conjecture. This has been this has been decided by the relevant uh, relevant people. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think what Lindo's question was mm-hmm. was less about is it okay? Because of course we're from America. We we think of ourselves as very. High and mighty, as we know how to raise mm. children, we're very, we're very. I, I, yeah, I saw that face, and no, I know. Uh, but, uh, but you know, we we mm-hmm. do our best, and we have our own ideas about whether it's okay. Mm-hmm. But cultural, culturally speaking, is it mm-hmm. okay for us as guests to come in here and dictate to them what their culture should be? I mean, the reason I ask that is not because it's right or wrong or not. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is that if, for example, that the community accepted this, let's mm-hmm. just say they accepted it, mm-hmm. right? They said so. It's fine for them to do that, mm-hmm. right? then should we, if we're in that community, say, no, this is not acceptable. You should not do this. But everybody in that community is looking at us and saying, what's the problem? We accept this. Personally, right? so, yeah, again, that's that, a good question. Now, that's a little too extreme because that's mm-hmm. not what is being reported. Yes. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. But, but it, it makes me question it because nobody has been talking about it. Okay. And I don't know if the committee feels like they have to talk about it because now it's getting national attention. Yeah, I mean, right? you, so get, that's another thing. Age, you get doxxed, you start addressing exactly. these sort of allegations in video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it could be one of those things where it's accepted, but just be quiet about it. Yeah, well, right? like you mentioned in the States, back in the, the 50s and 60s, this was <clears> normal. <throat> oh, they had a paddle hung yeah. up over the... I went to school in the 90s. They still had the paddle over the paddle my teacher's... Still there. They didn't use it, no. But it was it was no, like yeah, a, a memento. It was the silent. Uh, yeah. It was the yeah. silent watcher of the classroom. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. In even when I was in high school, we had. I never had a teacher do anything like that. But we had one teacher. The guy was crazy. He was awesome. One of my favorite teachers. But he would carry this big electrical wire, and he would smack it at the edge of people's desks when they weren't paying attention, and it would just clang through the whole room, and he was this little guy, but super threatening. Mm. Um, but I loved how he taught, you know. So he was a re- actually genuinely a very good teacher, mm-hmm. but he just had this extremely aggressive nature sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, see. Um, I see. But it was a, it's a bit different than this, but it stems from that sort of culture being acceptable in the past. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it has shifted yeah. away from mm-hmm. the States. So like you mentioned with the Inaka, the, the countryside mm-hmm. here, that it's possible that a lot of that cultural relevance from the past is still in existence correct and so Mm -hmm. like you said where they're from it might be more normal and accepted for a teacher being that they are a parental type figure so then let me ask that physically discipline caleb if you were in the situation yeah what would you have done morally i would have i would have reported the shit out of that man like honestly like like because like there is that like moral questioning and do you have the right to come in and change culture? And there's been a big Correct. conversation, like even like evangelically, uh, like uh, you got a lot of people, like more Christian people say like, yes, we have the right to come in and change their culture. If their culture is bad, if their culture is you do like really, I, I don't want to talk about it. You do bad things in this community way <laughs> out in this, this other foreign country. Mm-hmm. I have a moral obligation to come in and say, no, this is backwards and you shouldn't do this. I don't necessarily take a, approaches that's that extreme but in japan largely it is not accepted like uh, you're not going to find that too much here in tokyo or otherwise it's going to be like very heavily reported um and because it is still one country i i think you are well within your rights to report on that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well it's yeah it's a a good question that's why i asked Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
Okay, great. Um, anything else before we go on to the next news article? Nope. No, I think nope. we mined that bad boy pretty yeah, trash. I, I want a happier <laughs> news article. Yeah, right. This one upsets me because uh, I work with kids and I, yeah. I love them so much. They're so ah, oh, they're great. Even my even my the ones that I don't like, <laughs> I still love them. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's true. So very quick sidebar. I used to teach like I was a fitness instructor at a mm. gym for like children. We had like okay, really okay. young all the way up to like middle school, like 13, mm-hmm, 14 year old kids. Yeah, and like. The, the kids right in the middle were the worst. They just, like, oh, never yeah. wanted to do anything. I, I was, like, literally, like, child under each arm, like, yep. walking around trying to get them to do what they wanted. And they're, they're, they're little shits, man. They, <laughs> they suck so much. But you still, like, you're just like, all right, you're a little shit, but you're my little shit. I exactly. like you, buddy. I like exactly. you. Oh, so, man. no, I, I get it. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, they're, right. they're fantastic. So moving on to the next one. This one is very interesting because it's not something that many shows are able to do. So the live action anime adaption of One Piece has set a new record for Netflix. Mm. Bravo. Bravo. It says that in the first few days of its release, One Piece has risen to become the number one ranked TV series in 84 different countries around the world. It has surpassed the milestone set by season one of uh, Wednesday. And season four of Stranger Things. Mm. Okay. That is impressive. That is very impressive. I cannot stress. It just came out. Yeah. Less than one week. Yep. So One Piece is the most popular, uh, or it's it's not the most popular, it's the number one anime Mm. in Japan is basically how it's been described. Mm. Okay. Um, It has... What twelve hundred episodes or eleven hundred uh, episodes? Eleven hitting twelve. It's, it's getting close, close to twelve. Yeah. yeah, and on top of that, it is the manga. highest grossing property of all time. It just surpassed Harry Potter. Did it? Yeah, I really? saw that. Look at it's that. So it is Pokemon here. Oh yeah, no, really? it's huge. Yeah, wow. Like I knew it passed Pokemon, but yeah, yeah no, that's passed that. Harry Potter just recently. Yeah, I'm very proud of of One Piece and their what they've created. I have watched one episode one time forever <laughs> ago. No, I haven't Before seen the new one. Okay. And I'm very excited for it because if apparently that if we can get live action anime adaptations that are good, yeah. which is something that the the best one, by the way, is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's the best anime so, adaptation so of first all of time. All, sir, pardon me. Yes. We're going to get into a semantic debate about Absolutely. what constitutes anime or Completely. not. <laughs> first of all, it didn't receive any sort of anime adaptation because it was a manga and it was not manga. even an actual manga because it was produced in Canada. Exactly. Why am I even getting excited about because this? What the fuck? Because you know I'm right. <laughs> no! Well, yeah, no, but it is amazing. Yes, okay, yes, I'll give yes, it to yes. you. But... It's you not man- it's not anime. It's not manga. You mentioned the anime but, adaption. Yeah. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Due to oh, I'm curious about what you mm-hmm. guys have to say about this. Mm-hmm. Due to anime adaptions being so bad. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. bad. When I oh, heard yeah. about the One Piece live action coming out first, mm-hmm. originally I think like maybe fifteen years ago, I would have been excited. Sure. I was disappointed. I was like, why are they doing this? They're messing up something again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first the first one that I, really I got me I upset, agree. the anime adaption mm-hmm. was uh Dragon Ball. I was gonna say, uh, what was the first time? Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. yes. Remember Bulma with her blue hair? Oh, I remember. It's one of the worst movies in general of all time. Yeah. 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 Piccolo looked like you got a, a costume from Goodwill. Yeah. Th- there was like disdain for the source material, yes. yeah. like baked into the uh, the film yeah. itself. It was yeah. it was just a nightmare. Yeah. Death Note wasn't great. Attack on Titan wasn't great. You know there was what some was other ones. not terrible. I said it wasn't great. Yes. Right? There, the, um, what was it? Uh, we watched... Um, 
Oh my goodness. Well, it was Brotherhood. Uh, not Brotherhood. The Full Metal Alchemist. There was a live action adaptation. You and that it one? wasn't I... the worst. Uh, like Brotherhood is arguably the greatest anime of all time. Okay, Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> Brotherhood, like very argument, but very good argument, and I, I can, I can see it for sure. Okay. So to go from that mm-hmm. to like some really chintzy, and it is like it's it's I, it's you know like the Attack on Titan live action type. Uh, it's that same sort of studio feel, yeah. but the the way that it went wasn't too bad. The Bleach one. Was a little bit better. I than didn't the even know there was I mean, a bleach there, there, one. If I'm honest, one. they're they're all kind of terrible. I'm yeah, not going to lie; they yeah. really are. But bleach I was kinda... better than Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> setting the bar real low. There. Oh my, oh my. Well, yeah. a kidney stone might be better than <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. If we're honest, okay. Fair enough. Get a good old time off work. Get to go to the hospital. Yeah. Free meal. I mean, like, yeah. Fair like, enough, fair. But what I'm saying is that due to that, when yes. I heard about the One Piece live action, mm. I wasn't excited about it. I didn't yeah. even watch the trailer until sure. recently. Sure. Okay. And then I thought, wait a minute, this is interesting. The I trailer heard looks the good. reviews. And yeah. Were yeah. Saying how great it yeah. was. Yeah. To be number one, I set the record on Netflix. I mean, I think this changes the the tide for anime I adaptions. Agree. I agree. They're getting better at at being able to condense and tell stories properly. This is a leap. This characters. is not getting better. This is well, a leap. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for example, look at Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a different genre. We're talking video games. But mm. um, there's a lot of anime as- aspects, you know, along with the cartoons and things did like that. Did you see him? Um, uh, I did not see the, the news. I, I watched okay. reviews and I know of okay. it because okay. I followed the controversy when Sonic looked like some little nightmare, like, yeah. Doll and out of Chucky or whatever, and they change it to the more traditional so design, and it was good. I the reason that. Yeah. the reason I bring this up is because it's very difficult to take one genre and transform it mm, into another. True, and tell this a similar or coherent story that resonates with audiences. Right, because for anime, the way you consume it mm-hmm. is a little bit different, even though visually you're, you're still just watching a TV. Um, then when you watch it live action, mm-hmm. there, there's a different sort of dynamic there. Um, and there's a challenge that has to be overcome storytelling wise mm-hmm. and, and with the visuals. So the fact that something like transferring from a video game to a movie and they did it really well, especially with Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. I wish like I could make comments. Really I, good. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, I can't make any comment on it. I, I highly recommend it if you've ever played and enjoyed the game. Have you seen the trailer of, of the One Piece live action? I have. Okay, so and you're comparing the impressed. graphics and how everything is yes. laid out to what you're talking about yes. with Sonic. Is that a exactly. similar quality? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And and that's what I'm saying is that that transition they're they're mm. building this ability to take one genre to another yeah. and really understand storytelling. And I think that's the next flow of cinema that we'll be seeing. Yeah. I I've got to say like I was initially in the same boat as you. They're like, "Oh, live action one piece." I'm like, "Great, another dumpster fire I won't watch." Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> mm. Didn't even care about it. But then yeah, I saw the the trailers and I was like, "Oh, like it shot with like an American, I don't know American, but it shot with like a Western production team. They're using like n- not all Japanese actors, where they just have like the same. Uh, I don't want to speak badly about Japanese actors. Oh my, <laughs> I'm never gonna work in this town again well, if I all, speak. All you that can was speak behind badly it. about so yeah, Japanese, right, yeah. and the author of the manga was behind it. So that yes. is that is huge. That but is huge. I think they did because uh, I watched the first uh most of the first episode and i watched trailers all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i was very impressed with uh with the casting i think it was yep. good i was yep. impressed with the, the set design uh the cinematography just all of it like 
checks out really yeah. well. I was yeah. like, yeah, like they, it looks we great. got it and really everyone, all, every actor on that set loves One Piece and it shows. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, important. Yeah, that's like super important. No one's like, there feeling like they're doing something goofy. Like, like did you mm-hmm. watch any of Cowboy Bebop, the live action one? That's another one I no. I missed. I dodged I it. it. <laughs> so it's, when, it's, okay, so let, before you get there, okay. which uh, what was the first live action that you saw? Because it sounds like. Many of these live actions that we brought up, you have not seen them. Is there a specific reason why? Because Attack on Titan, baby. Oh, so I, well, that I was watched, the first one oh, for That you? was the first one. I, that was the first and basically the last. I've seen pieces of the other ones. I've seen trailers. I've seen clips. Mm-hmm. But I watched the first Attack on Titan, and I was like, like... I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. This was aggressively bad. I, I like, didn't this watch is... the Attack on Titan because of how terrible it looked, to yeah. be honest. But I did watch Film Metal Alchemist and Bleach. Um, I've seen clips of Death Note and stuff. I've watched Death Note. Okay, I watched okay. Death Note through... Th- that has a cult following now. Because yeah, it, it is actually, yeah, it is not a bad movie. The direct, like, it is not a good anime adaptation, which I think is fine. It is telling the same general story in a different setting with different characters. Okay. L inside that is not the same L in the anime. Okay. Light Yagami is not the same Light Yagami okay. in the anime. Just think of it like the the names are the same, everything else is different. Gotcha. And when you look at it like that, <clears throat> it's a reasonably engaging story. And Willem mm-hmm. Dafoe turns in a great performance well, as Ryu. He's, okay. Willem, he's Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. I mean, okay, right. I mean, he's, right. he's perfect for that role. He, There's he, no he, question about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the... The, the, going yes. back real quick. Going right, back right. Real quick. All right. <laughs> I can so see the, the passion. You, yes, oozing I am. Out of I'm you. like, Ugh. so a moment ago, you had mentioned that the actors all care. Yes. Yeah. And so, bringing up um, the Cowboy Bebop live action adaptation, a few of the actors really cared. Yeah. But not everybody. Mm-hmm. Not everybody on set. And the dynamic between all the actors fails because mm-hmm. of that. Because they don't have that respect for the source material or the, the love for the genre and what they're doing or mm-hmm. the love for the fans of the, you know, series. Mm-hmm. You know? So, there, there has to be that dynamic where... Like, if in this one piece, they're making it not for themselves, but mm. for everybody, and they're into it with the community and just, like, loving all of it, mm. then it shows through with their performances. And I agree. it looks like they're having a blast yeah, in the trailer. I agree. Because, I mean, there's, even, there's some goofy stuff that, like, for me, if, when you look at it in a vacuum, it doesn't work. Like, the scene where Luffy, like, pulls on his cheek and it's all mm. rubber and, like, it's very clearly just, like, CGI and stuff. Mm-hmm. You look at that and you're like, ooh, that's not great. But in the context of of it and how much fun the character's having yeah like it does pan out you mm-hmm. it allows you it's to, not piece by piece y- yeah you, you get like a little bit more of that suspension of disbelief it's that you lose and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes it, yeah it allows you to suspend your disbelief a mm-hmm. little more than you it gives you more grace than when it's just like awful and the, yeah. all the characters are the same cardboard cutout of yeah. whatever and yeah. I agree. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see it. Honestly. No, yeah, I, so I'm definitely this. going to watch this. I yeah. think I think mm-hmm. we're all going to watch it. But this just shows that anime in general and live action is going to be continuously increasing globally. I hope so. Because honestly. I mean you cannot be set a record for Netflix and for people to ignore this. Mm. Yes. They're gonna and say, whoa, that's where the I, money's at. I think that this is going to help show cool Japan and the Japanese government in general mm-hmm. that their number one export has been anime. It's always been. What? They, yeah. Do they culture. not know that? They do not know that. Culture has been their that? number yeah. one export. Like, that's what I They don't understand tell everyone you always. I'm curious. Ah, so there's been reports in the past, and I'll have to back this up quantifiably okay. uh, in the future. But basically, the 
in general, mm -hmm. that when it comes to the exports of Japan, that physical exports like cars, for instance, mm. huge, right? Sure. Everybody sure. knows Japanese cars are great. So the Japanese government looks at cars and electronics and other things, uh, the physical products, mm. and says, that's what we produce. But that's not their biggest, most profitable export. The biggest, most profitable export is, like you said, their culture. Yes, 1,000%. Not even close. No, it's anime I'm, I'm and it's, to and hear it's about the video games. For this because it's very clear with the exportation. You even see tourists. I mean, even if you just have yeah. a form, just... Put, and there is anime tourism. You work tourism. at the Japanese language school. There's many people who say that, you know, they're interested but, in... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Anime. Animes That's are, why they want to learn Japanese. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you know? that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. many people who come in just for that. No, I mean, I had not had it not been for Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z and then Initial D later, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't own an 8.6. <laughs> no, I, I own an 8.6. Haha. It took me a long that's time so to get in right there. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love cars. <laughs> no, yeah, same, yeah. same here. When I was a kid, like mm -hmm. I watched Power Rangers. Okay, yep. Power Rangers is that's a, a Japanese defining show. thing in my life because mm -hmm. I didn't know. Like it was filmed in like california or whatever i see it and then all of a sudden they transform and i'm just like whoa the footage is grainy it's, like everything looks different, different. that tower does not belong in california man it's where are they where are we and it got me really interested and just like yeah. the way the feel of it was completely different when they transformed oh, yeah. i was really like, captivated by that yeah mm -hmm. i would like to see yeah. that because it, it would seem that the people who maybe are arguing are disconnected Oh, totally. Or, or maybe oh, because they, they no don't watch they, the anime. They don't play video games. It's like a fish being like, no, water isn't what I need to live. Just like, clearly yeah. not. Like, like, it's a complete disconnect. And it's a shame because there's this is why you, the anime studios here that make such beautiful work, mm. they make absolutely wonderful mm, work, mm, mm, don't get paid anything because they're focused on their domestic market. And yeah. they don't understand that their huge market that's out mm. there is where their money is. Netflix knows this because they're not Japanese. And I want I want to say something too. Like mm -hmm. it, it's incredibly unique for a country's major expert to be its culture. They're only the top two are America and Japan. Yep. Hollywood movies viewed yep. all over the world by literally everyone. Same with anime. When you think about like German culture, do we watch German movies? Do we watch French movies outside of like one random thing at a film festival right. every like ten years? It's in black and white. Mm -hmm. Just a handsome guy smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. No shot. It is these two countries are the top dogs yep. of exporting culture, and that's yep. because there's something truly special. About Korea's it. catching on, though. absolutely, absolutely. Well, Korea, Korea is catching on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, ah, yeah with K-pop and yeah, their K-pop, yeah, 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 and their dramas. Yeah, yeah. And, not not, not yes. just. I know K-pop people are gonna roast me out there. They, they are catching up. It's yeah. not at that level yet, <laughs> so, but it some, probably some will yeah, yeah. it probably will be. It probably will be in the in the near future. Yeah, yeah, so no worries. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's very powerful. Yes. You can export culture. Very yes. powerful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we see that with the U.S. Yeah. Japan is doing it, and then yeah. South Korea is taking notes. Yep. Japan is not so. taking advantage of it, is the thing. Just yeah. like, no, it's because it would. It's because all would. the yeah, exactly. old no, that's people really are in office, and they don't get that's it. That's a fantastic point. Because yep. U.S. is taking advantage, but Japan is not. So yes. Japan would, oh, man. that'd be very good. It yeah. would, the, the economy, everything here would just explode again. Because it's been stagnant forever, but they just don't let people in. So... They don't right. know. So we are up for <laughs> time. It's become a different conversation. <laughs> no, no, it's we're we're going to start talking about One Piece wanted. live action. All okay. right. That was the springboard, right. but it's good. That's how it works. Anyway, yes, I do want to see the One Piece live action. Do you? I am going to watch it for sure. I've got a Netflix <laughs> okay. subscription. Me and my wife are going to sit down and watch it. Absolutely. Okay. And you? Fantastic. Yes, sometimes. All right. Okay. Sometimes. All right, yeah. I'm gonna watch All right fantastic. Well, that's it for the news section. So um, that's it. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the Roma? We're out of time. 
We're out of time. time. Yeah, we don't have time. We're for We're too that. busy we... griping about cultural exports, so we didn't have time for the ramen. Okay, okay. like that's how it goes. <laughs> kind of hoping for the ramen. But it's... All right, so that's it for the Focus on Japan podcast. Uh, you can find me anywhere at Lindo Korshi. Uh, you can find me at Caleb the Man Plan on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Rainfall Review on YouTube. All right, and I am Photo ATB on Instagram. All right, have a good one, guys. Thank you. See you. All right. <laughs>